Hey guys, so today I'm doing something a little bit different. We're actually live streaming to Facebook whilst recording the interview. So for those of you who are connected with me, you'll be seeing this live. And for those listening on the podcast, assuming you'll be hearing me a little bit later. Anyways, on the, on the, podca- on the show today, I've got Taylor Welsh from Traffic and Funnels. We'll be talking about how he changed his business model to go from zero to seven figures in eight months. How he how to make a million dollars by making yourself less available and a whole lot more. I'm actually really looking forward to this interview. Anyways, Taylor, how are you, my man? Let's switch the interview. What's up? Yeah, what's up, brother? Dude. Dude, living the dream. Kind of butched up that intro a little bit. So could you actually share us with us what you do yourself? So people meeting you first time. Well, I... Um... I write copy. I consult with clients on how to build their business models who deal with a lot of um, infrastructure marketing uh, issues because everybody can teach marketing today. But it's usually about the latest fad or the latest software. So we help people build uh, really, really effective acquisition funnels and paid traffic. So pr- primarily people who work with clients, if you're a client-based business, helping you uh, really get your business to a place where you're not hunting for clients. They're kind of coming to you through paid traffic, things like that. And uh, that's what we do. Okay, so how do you get into that? What is it? Because I understand you mostly deal with high-ticket clients. That's From an outsider's perspective, you've kind of come into the marketing world and just done everything right, whereas most people seem to stumble five, six, seven, eight, nine times before they even work out what they're doing. So... What is it that made you different? Yeah, that's like hilarious to me because we've made so many mistakes, dude. Okay. Um, we're totally not the overnight success. Like Chris has been, Chris is my business partner. He's out in, in uh, Charlotte. I'm in Nashville. And uh, we've both been doing business for a while. I mean, Chris has been um, behind the scenes as a freelancer probably like going on eight or nine years at this point. Um, I've been in the game a little bit newer, probably two and a half, three years, and uh, we've made a lot of mistakes. I mean, the the thing with us is like um, we learn quickly. Uh, we kind of front loaded our mistakes, so we <laughs> made almost every mistake you can in like the first month and a half, uh, but then learned from it and then kind of found out what worked. I think um, we already had a little bit of expertise with Facebook and Infusionsoft and some of this stuff, so. We had made our mistakes behind the scenes, uh, but yeah, people sometimes are like, "Did it, where did you guys come from?" It's like, actually, we, you know, we've been here for a while, but <laughs> uh, you just didn't know who we, who we were. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so what do I need to elaborate on that? So, where did you start? I understand you're more from the corporate world originally. Yes, I uh, I worked in real estate. Well, I'll start back. I worked at a church, and then I worked in real estate. And uh, my wife is a hairstylist. And we lived in Memphis at the time, like when I was just getting into business. And, um, dude, I mean, I had like probably the roughest beginning of anyone that I can think of. Um, was telling a buddy the other day, uh, how it's like, it's amazing, like how many people like probably would have quit. And I just couldn't afford to quit. I had already like put so much time and money. Um, so I bought one of my first courses by John Carlton. 
uh, because I wanted to get out of corporate world and I wanted to help my wife grow her business. You know who John Carlson is, yeah, right? John. <laughs> yeah, the the most ripped off copywriter uh, in the world. So I actually, it was a book. It was um, I got a book called The Entrepreneur's Guide to Getting Your Shit Together, and I read that. I was at the beach. I remember like it was literally like yesterday, hmm. and I was just like, dude, how can you make money by like, you know, uh, protecting government material because that's what I thought copywriting was like protecting <laughs> songs and stuff like okay. the US government like copywriting I was so I was a total newbie dude I was like what is copywriting um, read through that book read it again bought his uh, kick-ass marketing uh, secrets of a marketing rebel um, went through that and dude I just started like going down the rabbit hole started sending out direct mail for my my wife's business to get her clients the first couple ones didn't work, uh, but then she started getting clients from it. That was like the moment of like, oh my gosh, this actually works. And then from there, I went into like a probably 14-month like depression of not being able to get anything else to work. So I tried affiliate marketing. Uh, that didn't work. I actually got like banned from Facebook and like banned my Infusionsoft account. Almost got taken away from me. Oh, no. Um yeah, it was crazy. I mean, all the mistakes that new people make. Um, I just made them really fast and like right on top of, of another. Ended up getting my first copywriting client, and uh, it bombs, totally bombs. Like, uh, I know before that, I got my first copywriting client. He didn't even use the material. It was he was like he didn't want to tell me that it wasn't good enough, but it wasn't good enough for him to use it. And then I got my second copywriting client and sent it out to like fifty thousand people. And it got like two sales or something stupid like that. Ooh. Awful. Awful. I remember putting a post in um, one of the copywriting groups on Facebook looking for clients. And I like spent hours writing this like cool, fancy post trying to get clients. Like, if you need help on your sales letter, blah, 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 da, 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 reach out to me. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like just a beginner guy. And I got like, it went viral. Got like 40 <laughs> comments on it, but in the worst way possible. It was like, you should hire a copywriter to write your pitch, man. You can't even write copywriting for yourself. Ooh, like, ow. dude, I, I came home for dinner and my wife was like, what's wrong? And I was just like, I hate business. <laughs> like, this is the worst industry possible. I'm going to quit. And uh, long story short, I didn't quit. Um, you know, I just kept getting better. kept copying out ads by hand every single morning at 5.30 in the morning at Starbucks and I'd go to work and then I'd get off work, go to the gym and then come home and work on my business at night and um, eventually started getting a little a little bit of small wins here and there and the hockey stick growth, you know, like I made all those mistakes and then from there my growth happened really, really uh, quite, quite quickly um, and I was able to quit my job and do some freelance work and then met Chris, and uh, we started an agency, Traffic and Funnels. We were doing some done-for-you clients and then decided uh, we didn't like doing done-for-you work anymore because we wanted to kind of be our own clients, started consulting, and uh, here we are. It's been a, a really fast ramp-up over the past eight or nine months. Okay, so how did you and Chris meet? What was the... Because you seem to be very different yet very similar. What's the connection there? We met on Facebook. Of course. Um, in a mastermind, actually. Uh, do you know Ryan Levesque? Yes, I know Ryan Levesque. Yeah, so um, 
I joined Ryan Levesque's mastermind, next level mastermind group, like right at the beginning. Um, there were only like 300 people in there and was posting some of the stuff I was doing with some, with some of the funnels that I had built for clients and uh, had a couple of retainer clients and was just kind of posting what I was learning. And he was like, dude, this, these funnels are really cool. And then he looked up and my wife knows some, like his wife's one of their mutual friends. Hmm. Um, your audience probably doesn't care about this at all, but I don't right. <laughs> just give it a man. Uh, don't worry about it. It's just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I was like, he, we got on the phone somehow. I was like, dude, we should partner up because you run paid traffic and, uh, I write copy and build funnels and you can't have one without the other. And he was like, nah, nah, dude, I don't, he's like, I don't think I want to do that. So then like, I was like, whatever, screw you. And then six months later he ended up coming around and, and we ended up partnering up. So, very just cool. funny. Okay. Yeah. So moving on from there, so you started doing this agency, you're doing a done for you work. Tell me a little bit about the growth of that and I guess why the change? So you sound like you're doing quite well with the agency. Well, yeah. I mean, it just depends on what you want. I think like for us, we came from the done for you work and, um, we had been doing that for a while especially Chris and, uh, you make you know you can make a considerable amount of money doing it done for you. Um, at the time we stopped, you know, our, like I think the last funnel we did was like forty five grand or something um, with a percentage on it. Yeah. And so, obviously, the money's really good. But at the end of the day, like it's there's a long tail on it. There's a lot of work involved. It's not that there's not work involved in anything, but it's just like uh, we hired a coach in February. And um, he was like, if you want to scale to like, you know, 12, 15, 20 million dollars, um, you're not going to be able to do done for you on the agency side. And we were like, okay. And we just took his word for it. Okay. And um, the next month or the month, like the same month we stopped doing done for you, like our income jumped up from like 50 grand to like 125 grand. <laughs> That is because we had the time, like we we didn't run out of bandwidth as fast. That's insane. That's all it came down to. Yeah, it's like you know you're doing done for you. Like you have to build a big team to scale, yeah. and there are done for you agencies and Facebook traffic agencies, and you know those guys can do a uh, hundred, three hundred, five hundred grand a month, but they have this massive team. Dude, up until like two months ago, it was me and Chris. That's it, <laughs> doing a couple hundred a grand a month. So it's like we're extremely lean and now I think we have, you know, we have, uh, four employees. Um, but still four employees for, you know, like this month, like, yeah, it's stupid. I mean, it's just a different model. It's, there's much more, uh, margin for error and just margin for everything in, in a consultative rather than a done for you. Okay. So how does that model work? You said you're, how does acquisition work for you guys getting clients, A, when you're doing funnel work, and now, how does it look now that you've switched your model? Um, well, now we just use, like, we just use a funnel, and we teach people. We have a, we're pretty targeted on, like, who we want to work with. So right now, our, our biggest, our, our main platform, main offer is, like, helping people who, um, they know how to kind of get clients to referral and stuff, but they're just really inconsistent. So they're kind of up and down. Maybe one month they'll have, you know, four or five, six new clients, and the next month they'll have one or two. 
it's the typical struggle of the solopreneur. Hmm. Um, it's really hard to work on marketing all the time because you get a, a couple clients and then you have to spend time fulfilling and then you can't spend time marketing. Marketing mode, and fulfillment so mode, marketing mode, fulfillment yeah, mode. Yeah, exactly. It's this massive roller coaster over and over. And so we um, kind of work with them to build, uh, really it comes down to like one really simple uh, filtration funnel that can pull people in, hmm. filter through people who are serious and not serious. And we do that with a, a pretty specific type of content in that funnel. And then the people who are serious will make it through. And then at the end of the day, you've got people on your calendar that are kind of cherry picked, um, top of kind of cream of the crop to talk to. And then you just enroll whoever you need for that month. So I'm assuming some sort of like two-step consultants type funnel where you just pre-qualify people before you speak to them and then pick out who you actually want to speak to in that way? Is that what you're... It's just like that. It's just like that. Um, but it's even a little bit more. Uh, it's like the web. It's a webinar, so it's not like the VSL. So it's a little bit more time involved for someone like to to sit there and have to watch an hour long presentation to qualify themselves. The more time someone spends with you, like the more qualified they are usually to get to get on the phone. I'm assuming for that you're usually using quite high ticket um, clients on their hand, end as well. So what is that? What kind of um what uh, price points are your clients typically selling their services for? Three grand to fifteen on the front ends. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, fifteen k. Like we only have one client selling at that level. Most of them are, you know, three to seven k. Okay. And for yourselves, what do you, what does it cost for someone to come on board with you when you are doing the purely funnel work, and now they've switched the consulting model? Uh, well, the funnel work is like real high ticket. Um, you know that if if we were to do like a funnel work now, like there would have to be at least a quarter million dollars in it for us. Yeah. Um, so there'd probably be like a good, probably six figure upfront fee, then plus the percentage of whatever revenue. We'd have to see the likeliness of that turning into at least a quarter million dollars probably within the next three three or four months. Um, so that takes our target market like way down. You know, we're not really doing funnel work right now. Um, for the, I mean, we have a couple different products. We're actually in the middle of a launch right now, um, basically targeted towards people at the kind of more beginner to where they they don't really have their product offering nailed down. They haven't worked with that many clients, and they just kind of want to get their uh, feet up underneath them and kind of get their consistency. Um, so that'll probably be like you know the two K range. Um, and then our main core offering is uh, right now 7500 subject to change anytime we wanted to. <laughs> um, and then we have a, you know, like a mastermind on the back end where we're more involved. We do a little bit more. Um, and that's higher. It's like 40, 40 grand or something like that. That's cool. And so as an entrepreneur or whatever, did you learn a lot of these skills from your parents or what was your childhood like? Did you, what is the most important lesson you learned from your parents, I guess, from getting dad? Well, yeah, my dad is, uh, neither one of my parents are entrepreneurs. Um, my dad is, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Allstate. It's like a big insurance company. And, yeah, um, yeah, he's like one of the VPs at Allstate. So um, growing up, my dad kind of took me with him to like John Maxwell conferences and uh, leadership conferences, things like that. So I've always been like in the world of like self-development, hmm. but entrepreneurially, like my wife was an entrepreneur. She was like the first entrepreneur I really knew. Um, 
I just didn't really understand it. Like I didn't like five years ago, if you were like, uh, ask me what an entrepreneur is, I would, I have no idea. Like I just really didn't pay attention to any of that. I always wanted to work at a church and then maybe work at Allstate or something like that at a company. And, um, so my journey, like really Hmm. it's happened quite quickly, but, um, is, I just have read so many books of, pounded all through the courses and things like that i've probably spent at least 150 grand in the past two years on education and like mastermind coaching i remember my first coach i hired him his name was i don't know if you've heard of seth ellsworth the name rings a bell i think think we're connected yeah okay dude's a baller he's like eight foot tall he's crazy um (laughs) i don't think he's eight foot he's like six something but uh dude i was a month out of quitting my job, I was making like barely enough to survive, like twenty two hundred a month off of one retainer client. And uh, he was like coaching a six grand, and I can split it up into three payments. And I just was like, done. I have an Amex, and uh, my limit is like three grand, but I can make the first payment. You know, I just had this like balls to the wall. Like, I would rather figure out how to pay this off than to spend like the next 10 years of my life like working corporate and watching my wife be able to wake up when she wants and like live the dream of the entrepreneur you know and so like I've I've just been that way you know like if you ask Chris like the biggest like Chris's biggest regret is like not investing more and uh, you know my biggest regret is probably investing too quickly because they're you know I've probably wasted at least you know 40 50 grand on things that I I couldn't get to work or like it wasn't the right time or like you know um, you but yeah, I mean, I mentally ready for that stage. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, but my first, my first coach, Seth, was awesome. He was, a, he was a great investment, and that's that launched me into. Within about ninety days of quitting my job, I was I was bringing in thirty, forty k a month by myself as a freelancer. <laughs> not bad. Yeah, was not this bad doing copywriting or was this funnel? Yeah, work? copywriting and funnels. Nice. Both. Very nice. So I found a I found a gap in the market, which is like. Um, everyone can write copy and everyone can kind of build funnels but um, I was like dude nobody's like writing funnels specifically for Infusionsoft so I dubbed myself the Infusionsoft copywriter and started just picking up Infusionsoft people building funnels for them nice. and that's pretty cool by, the, by itself there because everyone who's on Infusionsoft is already spending a fair amount on their software services exactly genius, genius smart boy dude Cool mm-hmm. man. Okay, so you kind of went there. You sent. You went from in that period of actually a year. You went from zero to a million dollars, or how did that? How did those numbers play out? Um, well, no. Um, my first year, I didn't do a million dollars. Only did like, I only did like one hundred and forty okay. something. I only. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, my goal was to do six figures. Okay. My first year, yes. and I did that. I got into uh, I got up to about 140, um, and then this year, which is re- when we really launched like traffic and funnels on the consulting side, um, we're at about 930k. Alright, cool. And it's se- September, so. Cool. What's that made out of? You said you do. You do still do some funnel work if they pay you on the high end, and you mostly do consulting work. So that's just teaching them what you do, basically, and training. What does that consist um, of? That's 
That's just from the consulting work. Okay. Um, we took our last funnel client in February, mm -hmm. and so we're uh, we're done with that. Unless you have a quarter million dollars to give us, <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, that's just the consulting. It's just like working with clients to help them build, you know, everything that we had to learn the hard way about yeah. getting clients and not just getting clients because everyone out there is like, hey, watch this webinar, I'll teach you how to get clients. But really, at the baseline, like our value prop is like control. How to control the amount of work that you have to do for your clients, how to, how to control your acquisition systems, how to control um, your business model so that you can uh, really compound your return on investment with your time. Um, so we work with clients kind of on a on a spectrum of things. It's not all just getting clients. Okay. Some people can get clients, but you know they're only charging two grand, and if they just change a little bit of the positioning on how they sell it, they get charged for eight grand. Okay, so is that so it's kind of like helping people get to the level. Specifically, is that like one on one? Go ahead. Is that one on one kind of conversations with them, or you like group group Skype chats, or you? have part pre-recorded trainings? How does that uh, play out? All of the above, man. All above, okay. All of the above. Group, uh, yeah, one-on-one -on -one if someone needs it. Um, some training, some masterminds. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just, we don't really even like, we, we focus on ROI. So some people need a personal conversation to really get, get an ROI, okay. and some people don't, you know. So 70% of our clients are ROI within the first 30 to 60 days. Excellent. And I guess moving on from there, what is your own funnel? Are you still basically doing the same thing for yourself? Just Facebook ads, webinar, pre-qualify, get them on the honest client that way? Yeah, well, up until now, it's been like the dumbest funnel you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> just like not fancy at all. Uh, one of the hooks like we've built our business around is like this one simple funnel, hmm. which now like everybody else is trying to use too. But like really the fundamentals of your business are more important than anything else. Um, if, if fundamentally like you, your messaging is lined up with your market and you can deliver on your promises, then you don't need a lot of fancy tech or uh, you know, next level systems or funnels to run a million dollar business. And so we wanted to prove that. And actually, um, our funnel is like basic. You just come into, you see a landing page, you like it or you don't. Um, and then if you like it, you register and it's just like a funnel. We don't even give you a replay. Um, and then you can book a call with us. Uh, we send you some case studies, things like that. And we tell, you know, about 57 this month, 57 people, percent of the people who apply, we actually turn them down. Okay. Um, so... We're very clear on like, if you're not a good fit, we're not going to sell. We're not going to sell you anything. Um, and there, there's a lot of authenticity in that. Moving forward, there are some things we're doing to kind of like spruce up our funnels, which we can mm -hmm. talk about that. Like if you definitely, man. if you want to kind of know what we're doing, love to know what's good. Uh, but up until now, dude, it's just been like, it's been like, dude, anybody could build this funnel. Like you could just like rip the whole thing off in like probably three hours. It's just not not complicated, <laughs> you know. Dumb and easy, love it. Let's go. Yeah, actually, got Nick Gardner here just mentioned a realest guy in the game. Nick, dude, I am the realest guy in the game. Actually, I'll tell you that right now. Another thing, I'm, actually, actually, I don't know if that's true, but before Adil gets pissed off me, he told me to tell you this. Hey, 
Adil. Adil's told me to just say on the live stream for you. Tell uh, Taylor. Adil says hey. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that guy is the coolest guy I've ever met. Sure, man. Sure. He needs to come to Nashville. I'm gonna take him to eat some. I'm gonna take him to eat some good food. He needs to get a passport sorted. Some first. Veg- veggies. <laughs> he needs to get off the watch list oh, yeah, first. Yeah, he does need to. He needs to figure that out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know, man. He's a brown oh guy. He's a brown guy living in the UK. He wants to travel. What do you think? <laughs> Dude, it's because of his cats. They don't trust brown guys with cats. Uh, that must be it. It's, that's pre-qualifiers right there. So if you're a brown guy, you're all right. you're, you're okay. If you're a brown guy with cats, no. Nah. CI is locking it down. Dude. Anyways, man. Red flag, man. That's it. Red flag. Anyway, so you're talking about updating your funnels now. What is that about? Why are we going fancy? Um, well... Err. What? Why are we What'd going... Are we going fancy or what's what's the difference now? Why are you changing it? Well, we're... We are, um... You know, a, a couple reasons. One, we're doing we're rolling out different products so we've only had one product at this point and it's very easy to just shove everyone through the same process at this point launching new products requires us to have a better handle on like how people are getting into our funnels and like the segmentation involved there and like actually identifying where people are and what they need so there's there's some segmentation we're adding into the mix um, with this new product launch uh, without telling you everything I can tell you, um, we're basically going to be using uh, four different funnels kind of put into one. And based on a person's behavior, um, there's going to be retargeting involved in that. There's going to be uh, different videos and different training content that they get. Um, so it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, ask method on steroids. I don't know if you saw the new the recent ask method uh, launch. Where there's like segmentation based on a person's like bucket, hmm. um, but we're actually overlaying segmentation based upon a person's behavior as well. So think like Frank Kern plus Ryan Levesque plus Jeff Walker, kind of mixed into one funnel. So it's crazy. Like there's a so much work involved, like just even mapping it out and fulfilling. But we really we kind of want to get to a place where it's like this sounds bad, but we kind of want to get to a place where it's like we can't just keep getting ripped off. Um, because we have to change our ads like every mm. 60 to 90 days because like we'll see like literal, literally like exact replicas of our ads for other coaches. And it's like, what the heck? Like I didn't even know people did this anymore. <laughs> um, and so we're innovating, just kind of trying to create a process that can like, people can't just copy. Dude, um, and at the same time, make it more effective. I've had people up. knock off my complete like LinkedIn profiles word for word. I'll go into LinkedIn. I was like, uh, what the f- Fuck! What the hell? Isn't it? It's so frustrating, man. It's so frustrating. It's, I think it's one of the things, man. You. But whatever. I mean, I guess you can take it as a compliment. Take it as a compliment, but it still is frustrating. Thing like, why can't you just be original? It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, dude. Exactly. Dude. So. But. Dude, me. it's cool. Like, we're with the retargeting stuff. You know, Chris is a, is an ad genius with retargeting, and so. Uh, we're starting to rope in like a lot of different areas where we're just scooping up people. Like if someone doesn't resonate with the landing page, then 
maybe it's it could be two things. It could be they're not interested in the in the topic, or it could just be that the medium doesn't suit them. And so the first step is retargeting them with a different medium. And you know, we're getting like two dollar leads from just swapping out the medium and showing them a different ad. Um, which is really you know quite effective. Okay. That's cool. Does that make sense? You say medium as in with video, text, or the actual offer. What do you mean by that? Yeah, like a webinar versus a report versus a checklist versus an audio okay. podcast. So you have all of this. Type of offer being the... Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, the message is the same, yeah. but medium's different. Yeah, so here's a checklist, here's a, or here's a webinar. They might like the webinar better than the checklist, etc. Totally. Cool, man. Yep. Um, what book has had the most impact on your life, man? What book? What book? Is that what you said? Yeah, what book has had the most influence over you um, in your life? It depends on what, what topic. Are we talking like entrepreneurship? Are we talking, uh, what, what are we talking about? Let's go for what, that, what do you think? So entrepreneurship, um, life in general, man. Let's go for both. Dude, I'm making, I'm making you work for this interview, bro. Damn Just keeping you sharp. Damn straight. Yeah, it's because you're cool with that hair and the, Dude, uh, our, the jack and the shit. <laughs> it's white. What it is? I know, man. Too cash. Everybody wants to be like me. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, uh, probably the the my favorite book. I I read it again and again and again. Let's let's talk like I'll give you two two of my favorite books. I'll give you three of my favorite books. Okay, one okay. is like personal development. One is like business. One is entrepreneurship. Right. Um, I have it on my desk right now. I've read it probably. 12 times and this is like one of my favorite books well it's actually in my backpack there you go it's a side edge you heard of this yes I have that's awesome it's my favorite book cool so this is like Jeff Olson they call him the million dollar man and uh, he just talks about the process of building great businesses I think his last business is has it's like a three-year-old company. Um, they're a billion-dollar-a-year company now. So the dude knows what he's doing. That's cool. Really, really good. Um, Business-wise, have you ever heard of um, uh, 57, I think it's 57 Secrets. It's Tim uh, Secrets. McCarthy. I haven't. I'm going to look this up. 57 Secrets, Tim McCarthy? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, let me see. Tim Winton. Uh, 57 Secrets, Tim Winton. Timothy Good? Tim Winton. The System Club Letters. 57 Big Ideas to Transform Your Business. That's cool. Ken McCarthy. Ah, uh, yeah. Tim McCarthy. Awesome. He's old school. Uh, one of the first people on the internet, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he like, you know, invented internet marketing. Um, and I heard from that book by a guy named Ben Settle. Nice. Yeah, and Ben Settle was like, this is my favorite book. I read it like, I have it in the bathroom. Every time I go to the bathroom, I read it. And I was like, dude, if he reads it in the bathroom, I'm like, I need to get this book. <laughs> so I got it, and uh, it's great, dude. I have it marked up. I read it every couple months. Um, dude, from an entrepreneur standpoint, I uh, just read one of the best biographies I've ever read in my life called Titan. It's about John Rockefeller. Um, oh, it's really long. It'll take you probably like two or three months to go through, but 
it's a fascinating look at like just how things grow and how like Rockefeller just pioneered um, like probably the biggest company we've you know the world has seen. Um, and I think studying like biographies and books like that helps you kind of dial into the way entrepreneurs think. And it's been a great book. That's cool. As an individual, who has... Oh, I can see you now. You can see me. I put my camera on for Skype, but I've actually got my camera on on the live stream as well. So I thought, I figured you probably need some visual cues. Nice. Well, I'm like, you can't actually see me. So I'm, I'm actually really expressive around yeah, so I'm cool. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, what is he doing? What's he doing? Anyways, as an individual, man, yeah, I see you. who is it that has had the most impact in your life, whether it's professionally or personally? Um, dude, that's a great question. So I've learned from a lot of different people. Um, obviously, like Seth, who was my first coach, like probably had one of the most pivotal impacts on my life um in business just because he's like he helped me get over like the initial like hump you know to where like I, I actually felt like i belonged to this weird world of entrepreneurs um obviously like you know my dad guys like ryan Lebeck, kevin rogers um i don't know if you know kevin yeah, kevin kevin's actually probably been one of the most influential guys in the game for me um I remember when I first got started, I joined his group. I sent him some copy to look over, and he uh, he was so kind. But he was like, you know, he's like, yeah, you have a lot of potential. <laughs> uh, here's what you need to work on. Um, and since then, you know, we've become friends, and I really look up to him. And um, just the guys in the game right now um, that are really doing great things. It's cool, man. Yeah. And if you had to go back in time to speak to your 20 year old self what advice would you give them based on based on what you know now and yeah um don't try affiliate marketing when you're just starting out <laughs> that's, cool. that's what i would have done different i tried to i don't know if you've ever heard of this company called mo but that was like oh my first like i tried to sell that yeah i know yeah i know dude i've heard of it um it's the affiliate version of MLM, is what I look at it as. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why it's like, that's why when people are like, you know, even at the beginning when you're like, you just came out of nowhere and you didn't, you, you haven't made all the mistakes. Oh, I, ma I made the mistakes. Like, I definitely made the mistakes, but I just, I, we did them behind the scenes, you know. Um, and then that was years ago. And, uh, but it that was my first, like, go at marketing. And, you know, Cool. If I had to do it again, it's like develop a skill set and sell that, sell your expertise and value, not selling you know product license rights for something else. That's cool, man. Well, I guess my final question to you is, what questions should I ask that I don't yet have the knowledge to ask you? What is my favorite drink from Starbucks? Go on. What is it? Starbucks double shot. Six shots of espresso. I'm going to have two of them today. Is that even legal? Oh, it's legal, dude. Oh, shit. It's dude, legal. dude. Okay, you've got to tell the audience what, what are you getting today because this got me excited. Oh, I'm getting a Tesla. Tesla. It, just got, it, it came in today. Model S. That is exciting, man. I was telling you, I was telling, I was telling him before the interview, like, I haven't slept that much because, like, last night, 
it was like Christmas Eve, and like I just couldn't go to sleep. I had to like take <laughs> melatonin to go to sleep. So I'm going to pick it up in like five hours. So not like you're counting or anything. It's just pumped, like, dude. Five hours, fifteen minutes, thirty-four seconds. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely counting, dude. I told her I was like, I'll be there early. I'm gonna bring you coffee. <laughs> Can't wait, dude. <laughs> Love it. All right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on, and um, sh- sure, we should do this again soon. Actually, dude, where can people learn more about you? And if there's anything they can go download or just devour information about you, wish they visit or connect. Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, our main website is like the hub of everything. So you go to uh, trafficandfunnels.com. And uh, you'll see some content we have. You can actually see our main dumb, simple funnel. Uh, you can register right there on the website. And uh, all the emails you get, if you know, if, if your audience wants to you know, ask a question or something, you just hit reply, all those come to me. Awesome, so. brother. Well, it's been fun, and I'll speak to you soon, I'm sure. All right, man. All right, brother. See, see you. Soon.